So it's a joy and a pleasure to be amongst you and I thank and praise God for this wonderful opportunity God has given me to share some of the thoughts from the word to all of you. I thank Sam and Richie for giving me this opportunity. We are all going through a very difficult time and a very difficult phase and there is so much of uncertainty all around us. So people are gripped by fear. If you know, Coimbatore is now the number one district in the number of uh, highest number of COVID cases in all India. And uh, the lockdown has been extended again and again. Now, again, they have said it is up to 31st. Karnataka, they have made it up to 7th. And we do not know. There seems to be no end for this nightmare. It is not only fear of death. There are a lot of other fears also. We have fear about loss of income, anxiety about what is going to happen, how we are going to manage things. Personally, for me, the last supply we made, we supplied to Toyota. Toyota business is 99% of our business. The last supply we made was on April 22nd. After that, no supply. And uh, they said uh, May 17th. Then they said May 24th. Now, uh, day before yesterday, I got a mail saying that it's going to be June 7th. And uh, I have been telling everybody, lockdown is only for income, not for expense. So the expense continues as ever. Rents have to be paid, salaries have to be given, commitments have to be met. So it is a very, very difficult situation. There are people who are losing jobs. There are people who are losing increments. But there are people for whom the income has come, become less. And uh, this time, a lot of us have lost a lot of our near and dear ones. The first time it was uh, only numbers. Every day we saw the papers in 2020 and we said, okay, today 3,000 people died, 4,000 people died. But this time it has been names. Personally, I lost four or five of my close friends, my age group. And it has been heart shattering. It is the same for all of us. But the problem is we claim that we are all believers. We claim that we worship the living God. But our reactions, our thoughts, our behavior is exactly like how the world is behaving. Why is it so? It should not be. If you read the word of God, for the word life, two words have been used. One is bios. From bios, we get the word biological. The other word used is zoe, zoe. Now, biological is, as you all know, it is the routine life. We get up, have breakfast, take some rest, have lunch, then sit, read paper, do whatever we want. Then again, we go back to bed. So it is like a machine-like living, biological. We are just alive. And we go through all the emotions, all the thoughts, all the sufferings the world undergoes. But the word Zoe actually is different. Zoe is what God wants us to have. God wants us to have a life filled with joy in spite of circumstances. Peace at all times. And people should see the difference the presence of our Lord has made in our lives. Is it happening in our lives? 
if it is not happening why it is not happening and how we can make it happen now there is a huge difference between the old covenant and the new covenant see in the old covenant the prophets the kings and everybody who wanted to know how their future will be will go and ask the prophet and the prophet will say okay come back after one or two days i will tell you what is to be done and he will tell this is what the god is going to do like if you see the case of jeremiah jeremiah five kings plan to go for a war and all the false prophets claim that they are going to win the war but jeremiah says no so he is put inside the prison but if you read the king will go to the prison and ask him jeremiah what's going to happen and jeremiah tells you will definitely die now coming to the new covenant or the new testament the role of the prophets is different and they just tell what's going to happen but it is for us to decide what is to be done you take the case of abacus abacus says there's going to be a famine but he doesn't tell what is to be done abacus will tell that when paul is planning to go to jerusalem he will say that this man is going to suffer but he doesn't say what he should do the basic thing we have to understand is that in the new testament in the new covenant the word of god tells very clearly what are the things which are going to happen and we learn from that and we are prepared for it so everything and anything which is happening in this world has already been written or given in the new covenant so if we are taken by surprise it is not the mistake of our lord it is we who have not understood the scriptures properly but this fear is not for us alone it has been there for everybody now we see the situation in john 20 chapter 20 where the disciples it says on the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the jewish leaders jesus came and stood among them and said peace be with you so the doors were locked why they were afraid the jewish leaders will persecute them but if you read verse 20 Jesus comes and he says peace be unto you and he shows he does everything but again you go to verse 26 a week later his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them though the doors were locked again they have locked the doors again because of fear now you understand the point these disciples were with Jesus Christ for 3 and 1/2 years and jesus told them everything whatever is going to happen but they didn't believe or they did not understand or comprehend that these are the things which are going to happen okay everything is over now after his resurrection again he comes and shows himself to them but still again they are afraid why that fear they have the same is with us we read the word we learn everything but somehow we are not able to get over this fear so how to get over fear 
Number one, the first point we have to understand is that it is going to happen. Luke 21, 26. People will faint from terror, apprehensive what, what is coming. And when you read Hebrews 12, 27, the words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things. So, number one, we will have fear when we place our confidence on anything other than God. Because if we place our confidence on anything other than God, we will be shaken. I lost my father uh, last October end. And uh, there is an ancestral property in Gandhibram, which is the prime locality. And there is a lot of expansion plans for uh, Toyota. They had said that uh, the volume is going to be four times of what we are doing. And so I needed a lot of working capital. Anybody and everybody who know about this property, they said it will sell like hotcakes and you will get a very good price. So my trust was on that property. I thought anytime within a period of probably 15 days or 20 days, I can encash it. And from December 2020, I have been trying to sell the property and every month I have been thinking this month it is going to happen. This property is going to be sold and I am going to get the capital. We are in May and till date it is not sold. Three people had come and given token advance but still they disappeared. So my trust was on the property. I was thinking this property will be sold and I will be very comfortable financially. It never happened. So my trust was shaken. The second instance, I met a wonderful couple. They had come from Gulf and I went and met them. I was just having a conversation with them and they were asking about my business. I told my expansion plans, how the business is growing and all that, the tie-up of Toyota with Maruti, so many things. They were so impressed and I was just mentioning about my huge working capital requirements. I didn't ask for money. As I was coming back after the conversation back to my factory, they called and they said, brother, we have sold one property of us. We are getting the money within a week or 10 days. And we don't have any requirement for that money for the next two years because we are going to build another house after two years and we want to invest that money in your business. I was thrilled. I thought, what wonderful. And I was expecting that things will happen within 15 or 20 days. This happened in January. Now we are in May 21st or 24th, sorry. Still, I have not received the investment. It is not that they don't want to give. They have been having one challenge after another. When they went for the registration, there was some problem with the documentation. It had to be postponed. Then the buyer had some problem. Then these people had some problem. Then there was a lockdown and so many things. And so, till date, it has not happened. So, ultimately, whatever hope I had, it is all shaken. I was, uh, my wife has a traveling job and one day I was talking to her sometime back and I was telling her about this some months back. She said, who do we trust? Do you trust your house? Do you trust these people or do you trust the Lord. So the first point we have to understand is do not 
trust on anything other than God. Do not think and pray, this man is going to support me. That property is going to be sold. This is where I am going to get the money. Don't worry. Don't think like that. The heaven and everything in it belongs to our God. Every silver and gold belongs to God. So God is our provider. So never, never have confidence in anything other than God. If we have confidence in anything other than God, we will be subjected to a lot of stress and fear and uncertainty because confidence in anything other than God will be shaken. It is for you, it is for me, it is for everybody. So, how we overcome fear? Now, we recollect the incident of the disciples. Now, the disciples, John 20, 26, still they close the door, but now you come to Acts of the Apostles, suddenly they become very, very strong and powerful and there is no fear at all. When the Sanhedrin threatens them that they should not speak about Jesus, Peter asked them, Acts chapter 4, whom should we listen to? Should we follow what my God is saying or should we follow this world? And if you read Hebrews or Acts, how each and every person was martyred. They were hanged upside down. They were sawed into two. They were speared. Every type of killing and punishment and martyrdom. But that fear was never there. So what was the change? What was the change? It was the day of Pentecost. All these changes happened after the day of Pentecost when they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. That is why in Romans 14, 17, Paul says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Again, Paul goes on to say in Ephesians 5, 18, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. So, as believers, each and every one, the day we surrendered our life and accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are filled by the Holy Spirit. And this anointing has to lead us. So we should not operate on this flesh. We should operate on the Spirit. We should be led by the Spirit at all times. Then there will not be the fear, the anxiety. Because when we operate in this spirit, we live by faith and not by sight. We are not affected by the things around us. We have a great power. The word used is for Holy Spirit is paracelitus. So what is this paracelitus? Paracelate is a companion, a comforter. There are a lot of meanings. Basically, it is an additional equal companion friend. You always think about deciding things alone and doing things along with us, along with somebody. I still remember my first um, trip abroad was to US on a missionary trip. And so uh, they put the ticket and it was through so many countries. So I had nearly three or four stopovers. 
I actually was a little anxious. I never traveled abroad. I thought how I'm going to manage. But then I came to know another colleague of mine is also traveling from me, from Coimbatore to San Antonio. And I really enjoyed the companionship. The fear went off, the anxiety went off because I know there is somebody, we both, for him also it was first trip, but still we know we each can support one another. Even Jesus, whenever he sent people on ministry, he said, he sent two at a time. And he is given in John chapter 14. He said very clearly, I'm not leaving you as orphans. I'm giving you a comforter, the spirit who will guide into all truth. And he is there with you, the ever-present companion. He is there with you, comforter, provider, guider. So operate along with him. Then there won't be any fear. The next thing is the word of God. Now, we go back to the Old Testament. The Israelites were crying to Moses in the wilderness and God gave them manna. And uh, manna is equated to the word of God. That is why we, today also it is called Monday manna. And uh, the Lord told them very clearly you can store only for one day. You cannot have for the next day because it will be spoiled. But some people, like how now we rush like mad people to buy things as if the whole world is coming down whenever there is a lockdown. They collected more than what is required for the next day. And the next day they found that it was completely, completely spoiled. But the same manna, the Lord asked Moses to keep in the tabernacle. So the tabernacle had iron stuff and along with that, a jar containing this manna. And you know, that manna lasted for 40 years. Why? Because the tabernacle had the presence of the Lord at all times. The same way, the word of God has to be fresh every day and when we spend time on the word of God and prayer, the Lord is present with us closely, guiding us, leading us every day. And the manna is fresh every day. So this is for today. Tomorrow it becomes stale. And if you have a regular Bible reading pattern, God will speak to you through that Bible portion of that day. You know, today morning, when I opened the Bible and I read my regular Bible reading passion, portion, sorry, it was about John chapter 14, where it talks very clearly, Jesus himself talks very clearly about the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. You see how relevant? God knows that we need him. So the manna has to be new every day. So two things. Number one, let us be led by the Spirit and let us have this word every day fresh. The next one. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And you know, when it comes to all other commands and promises, People, we don't go against it. 
now it says do not steal so sam whatever happens he will never do anything like that and it says do not commit adultery none of us you just think richie or gibson or franklin or sam or all of us who are listening we do not commit adultery because the word of god says very clearly do not commit adultery but when he says do not fear we do not take that word very seriously again he says in philippians 4:6 do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god we do not take this word seriously so we have to believe and trust every word and when he says do not fear we should say and confess i will not fear because my lord has asked me not to fear i will not be anxious because my lord has asked me not to be anxious i have to just pray with petition and thanksgiving and my lord will take care of everything so because the word of god says very clearly if we fail in one we fail in everything and jesus does not command condone one and say next is fine it is everything we have to follow strictly okay then the next one is keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have because god has said never will i leave you never will i forsake you the lord is my helper i will not be afraid what can mere mortals do to me again there is a promise but there is a condition keep your lives free from the love of money and be content a lot of us actually discount our profits discount our business and when there is an up and down we get into a lot of trouble i always have this problem i always over trade i do business much beyond than what i have and whenever there is an up and down i get into lot of trouble there is a severe cash crunch that because of that there is stress but the word of god says very clearly be content with what you have so it is for us to introspect and see in our businesses are we adequately funded are we taking care that we can get along when there is an ups and downs if you have not done then it is not his problem it is our problem because we are going against the word of god and then finally all the things whatever has been told has been prophesied in the bible if you read matthew 24:6 to 9 it says wars and rumors of wars nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom there will be famines and earthquakes in various places so all this or what has been prophesied and when we know that these are the things which will happen in the end times we are prepared we should not be afraid because the same god who said all this will happen has also said i will not leave you and the next stage it's going to be you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death 
and you will be hated by all nations because of me. So they, we have not come to that stage, but we are slowly, slowly coming to a stage where if we claim that we are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, we may be persecuted, but we should not be afraid. Because the same word of God, which has told these things, has also told, never will I leave you, never I will forsake you. One more instance, Revelation 6, 6, where it says, it talks about famine, two points of wheat, pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages. Basically, what does it mean? It is talking about inflation. All of you know the value of money. It will come down. I still remember I had put petrol for 3 rupees 65 paise. I put diesel for 1 rupee 85 paise. And uh, my first job was in Indian Express. The second job was with Bini Limited. And in Bini Limited, my salary was 1,600 rupees. And I was posted to Bombay. In the 1,600, I used to send 800 rupees every month to my house. And I used to live with 800 rupees in uh, Dockyard Road in Bombay. Can you think of a living with just 800 rupees? And those days I was a smoker. So I needed uh, uh, around 100 rupees for that. But still I was able to manage. I still remember we bought gold for 400 rupees. So a stage will come when what we are earning now will not be sufficient to meet our ends, but it is prophesied in the Bible. Having said all that, the same Lord says in Isaiah 46, 4, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Again, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So, to summarize, God wants us to have a life of Zoe, not a biological life. Everything has been put in the word of God. And if we are led by the spirit at all times, if we read the word of God and learn from it every day, and when we do not put our confidence on anything other than the Lord. And when we lead a life of contentment, we will not fear the Lord. So when it talks of history, it talks of two things. One is chronological. Chronological is not a life-changing event. So chronological is today, Monday, Monday, there was a fellow by name Franklin who gave the message and all of us listened. That is the chronological event. But there is a Kairos. Kairos is a life-changing event. The day we got married, it is a Kairos day because after that, our life was never the same again. It is my prayer and desire that today becomes the Kairos date in our life. From today, we should never be afraid of anything in this world. We should lead a life of Zoe. And when we trust and believe the Lord, the Lord can make it possible. Let us pray. 
Gracious Lord, Heavenly Father, we once again thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you, Master, for your faithfulness. Lord, you are an awesome God, the creator of heaven and earth. You are always on the throne. There is nothing which is beyond you. There is nothing which can go over you. Lord, we pray that this plague is completely removed from this universe and there is deliverance for everybody. Lord, the sun and rain is for everybody. And we claim this removal of this virus from throughout the universe so that everybody are out of their hardship. Master, I commit each and every one of us into your lives, into your hands. I pray that from today, we are not afraid of anything in our lives. Yes, Master, help us to be led by the Spirit at all times. Help us to be fed by the manna afresh every day so that we lead a life, a Zoe life, which you wanted us to live. Master, I commit and pray for each and every individual needs that your hand of grace and mercy is upon them, meeting them at the point of their needs. It may be financial, it may be emotional, it may be physical, whatever it may be. Let your hand of grace and mercy be upon them guiding them and leading them at all times. Lord, I commit Richie, Sam and CBMC India into your hands. It is a life-transforming ministry. We thank you, Lord, for the zeal and the enthusiasm and the vision you have given them. And we pray that this ministry expands throughout India, not for their glory, not for our glory, Master, but for your glory and your glory alone. Continue to guide us and lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.